0: Hi, it's Dave. In this video, I'm gonna be looking at Starlink, which is SpaceX's satellite internet constellation. And I'm gonna be making a case in which I think Starlink could be valued at $1 trillion or more by the year 2030. Alright, Starlink is an absolutely fascinating company and it's one of the most cutting edge and I think one of the most important companies in this upcoming decade. Starlink is aiming to put thousands of satellites in low earth orbit and to cover the globe in super fast internet connection. And Elon Musk has some very ambitious goals for Starlink and in this video I'm going to be looking at some really tangible and specific numbers and how we can make a case to value Starlink as an independent company. Alright, first let's take a look at the goals of Starlink, and let's take a look at what Elon Musk said in the year 2015 when he first announced the project. He said that 90% of people's local access will still come from fiber or fiber optics, but we will do about 10% of business and consumer internet traffic directly, and more than half of the long-distance traffic. So according to Elon Musk five years ago, The main goal of Starlink is to have about 10% of the local internet traffic basically come and go through Starlink Satellite Internet Constellation. And then there's another part of Starlink which is the long distance internet traffic that goes from major regions and cities of the world, across the ocean, etc. And Elon envisions up to 50% or actually more than 50% of the global long distance internet traffic to go through Starlink's um, internet constellation service. Now Elon Musk didn't give any timeline For these goals. But in this video, I'm going to be diving into some assumptions, which will help us to take these goals and actually translate them into possible market cap valuation for Starlink. All right, for any company that you're going to make a valuation case for in the future, you're going to have to come up with a set of assumptions. And these assumptions could be wrong, but you might make your best case for what you think could happen in the future. Now for Starlink, let's make a few assumptions. First, let's look at the total number of households in the world at roughly one billion. It's probably uh, quite a bit more than that but I want to be a bit conservative. And let's say you have the year 2030, 10% of those households use Starlink to access the internet. So if you take 10% that equals 100 million Starlink customers like local businesses and households. Now if Starlink charges a $60 per month service fee for Starlink. Now this is kind of conservative because Starlink, as they open up their beta service, they're actually charging $99 a month. So it's possible that Starlink could continue to charge that amount. But let's assume Starlink drops the price and charges $60 per month. That's basically a $720 um, per customer, right, annual revenue. Um, that Starlink can accrue. Now if you times that by 100 million customers, you're looking at a revenue of $72 billion for Starlink. Now this is an annual revenue figure. Now if you note, I'm not including long distance internet traffic. Now this is a separate business for Starlink that I'll talk about at the very end of the video. All right, so how do we make a case for valuation or valuing any company out there? Well, first, we need to kind of figure out and forecast some revenue figures, which we just did for Starlink, right? $72 billion, let's say, in the year 2030. Then we need to look at their gross margin, and the gross margin will help us get the operating profit. Now, what operating profit means is you take the gross profit, which is the gross margin times revenue, and you minus the operating expenses the company has to get operating profit. Now with net income, the only thing is you add some additional expenses like taxes and et cetera. Now when you get the operating profit figure, you can take a multiple in which you think investors will give for that company. Now if the company is growing fast, the investors will give a higher multiple for that company. Or if a company is growing slow or is even shrinking, investors are gonna give a low multiple. Now if you times the operating profit by a multiple, you'll get the company's market cap valuation or the value that investors are attributing to that company. Now let's apply this to Starlink. With Starlink, we have a revenue figure of 72 billion dollars that we just made an assumption for. Now let's assume their operating margin is about 50%, meaning after their cost of goods and operating expenses, they're left with about 50% operating profit. And the reason why I'm making this assumption of let's say 50% operating margin is because of this leaked document from a few years ago of Starlink. And what these leaked Starlink documents from the Wall Street Journal show is kind of the income and the revenue that Starlink projects going forward. Now with revenue, you can see that SpaceX actually is divided into launch business and their Starlink business. However, the pink is their Starlink business and it occupies probably 90% of their anticipated revenue in coming years. And if you look at the year 2025, it's showing that Starlink could bring in about $30 billion in revenue. And in this income chart here, you'll see that the operating income where the operating profit for Starlink is just growing year after year until it reaches over $20 billion in the year of 2025. And that's where I get this 50% kind of operating margin figure. Now out of $72 billion, we're assuming that Starlink will get an operating profit of about $36 billion. And now we need to determine a multiple that let's say investors will give Starlink. Now let's say we're in the year 2030 and Starlink has achieved a $72 billion, right? Revenue for that year. I think investors will likely give a very high multiple because Starlink is a very fast-growing business It's a cash cow and its prospects are actually probably pretty good at that time So I would anticipate investors giving let's say a 30 to 50 times multiple off of their operating profit, And I don't think that's unreasonable. So if you do that We're looking at a market cap of 1 trillion to 1.8 trillion dollars for Starlink in the year 2030 So you might be saying $1 trillion, are you serious? Can Starlink become a $1 trillion company really in the year 2030? Well, let's look at what we're talking about here. If Starlink has a $36 billion operating profit in 2030 times that by a 30 multiple that investors might give, that's a $1.08 trillion market cap. Now, take the same operating profit and give it a 50 times multiple, and that equals a $1.8 trillion market cap company in the year 2030. All right, now let's present a couple more conservative cases. So let's say we cut the operating profit in half. So let's say Starlink has an operating profit of, let's say, $18 billion in the year 2030 instead of $36 billion. And let's say investors give Starlink a 40 times multiple. That would be a $720 billion market cap company in the year 2030. All right, let's take a look at another conservative case. Let's say we assume the leaked document estimate that I shared earlier was late by five years. So what does that mean? In 2025, that leaked document was estimating operating profit of about $22 billion for Starlink. Now if investors gave a multiple of 40, that's an $880 billion market cap in the year 2025. Now let's say that's five years late and let's say it comes to fruition in 2030, so we can estimate maybe a market cap of Starlink at $880 billion. Now next, it's important to know what SpaceX and Starlink is worth right now in order to have a gauge of whether or not it's a good investment for the future. For example, if Starlink is worth a trillion dollars right now, and it's only going to be worth a trillion dollars, let's say, in the year 2030, that wouldn't be a very compelling investment. However, according to recent data, SpaceX was valued at about $46 billion at their last offering, which is August of 2020. They raised about $1.9 billion at that time. Last year, they were valued between $33 and $35 billion. So if we look at this data right now, SpaceX is probably valued at about 50 billion dollars. So that means Starlink, which is part of SpaceX right now, is actually valued at 50 billion dollars or less. So let's say we assume that SpaceX is valued at, let's say, 20 billion dollars. That would make Starlink valued at 30 billion dollars. And if Starlink goes IPO and, let's say, reaches a one trillion dollar market cap by the year 2030, that's a 30x investment right in 10 years, which is not too shabby at all. Alright there are many risks involved with Starlink just like any other investment. First off, it's possible that the demand for Starlink's internet constellation service is lower than expected. Also, Starlink could face possible regulation hurdles that take it longer than they anticipate to roll out service to different countries and regions. Further, it's possible that Starlink could be banned or not allowed entrance into major markets like China. China has a large percentage of the population in the world, so to be blocked out of China would be blocked out of a pretty significant part of the world. Also, Starlink could have technical difficulties in challenging and scaling up, and in the future, Starlink could also have competitors. Now, the results of these risks mean that Starlink could have a much lower revenue in 2030 than they anticipate. Further, the lower revenue and growth would lead to a lower multiple that investors would be willing to give, which would lead to a much lower market cap valuation. Also Starlink could be bogged down with high expenses and maybe they don't have as high of an operating margin or operating profit as they anticipate. Further, the long haul traffic part of their business, which I'll explain later, could prove challenging to scale and to really get off the ground. Overall, I think a lot of Starlink's future depends on their execution. Starlink needs to execute on a world-class level in order to reach their goal of 100 million households using Starlink. Currently, the number one satellite internet provider is HughesNet in the US, and they have one million subscribers. So for Starlink to reach 100 million users, they need to 100X the top satellite internet provider right now. And that's a big bet. In order to accomplish that, Starlink really needs to execute at a super high world-class level. Overall, I'm still in the early stages of my Starlink research, but I'm getting more excited as I dive into the actual figures and the numbers. My goal is to use research and due diligence and to really look into things to try to get a sense of clarity and understanding of what Starlink really is as a business and what their potential going forward is. Now I think one of the risks when evaluating a company like Starlink is to be kind of overly optimistic or naive about the future and their potential growth prospects. But on the other hand you don't want to be too cynical or close-minded because this company really could become a decade winner or even a generational company. Now what do I mean my generational company? This is kind of a framework that I use personally. And when you ask the question, is Starlink a generational company? I bring it down to some four or five major areas. Number one, is Starlink disrupting a large market? And what I mean by large market is, I'm talking about extremely large market, right? Billions, if not a trillion dollar market size. And in case of Starlink, internet access is a huge market. It's a basic human need. People are willing to pay monthly recurring fees for it. And it is definitely a huge market. Number two, does Starlink have a significantly better product and do they have the ability to defend that superiority over time. Now, if you look at the competition landscape for satellite internet, it's really poor right now. And in that sense, I don't think Starlink has much competition. A lot of people in very remote areas or rural areas, they are really suffering from the lack of fast internet access. And Starlink really solves that problem if they can overcome all of the hurdles of regulatory and technical issues. Number three, does Starlink have world-class execution? And yes, I think they've proved this point, just getting up the 800 or so satellites they have in low Earth orbit right now, and their plans to radically and quickly, right, release global coverage by next year. Yes, Starlink definitely has world-class execution. And number four, does Starlink have a clear and probable path to a 10x valuation in 5 to 10 years? And as I've shown in the previous slides, yes, Starlink does have a clear and probable path, at least in my opinion, for a 10x valuation in 5 to 10 years, if not a lot more. And lastly, one of the reasons why I use the word generational company is because there are certain products and certain services from certain companies that just infiltrate culture in such a way where they become part of the daily life of people. For example, Google or Apple or Coca-Cola and Tesla, I think is becoming one of those companies now. And the question is, does Starlink have that potential right, to really infiltrate culture where everyone knows about Starlink? And I think definitely Starlink has that potential to become a generational company. All right, if this video has been interesting, I've got a few things that you can do. First, post any questions you have about Starlink in the comment section. Second, if this video has been helpful, like the video because it really helps spreading the word. And also consider subscribing to my channel because we're looking at really finding these awesome opportunities, right? These amazing once in a generational companies that come along like perhaps a Starlink and really doing a deep dive into them so we can get clarity and understanding. And lastly, I'm looking for some help in doing some research on Starlink. I've got some issues that I really wanna dig deep into. and I need some help from some volunteers. So if you have five hours a week that you'd like to really dig into some hardcore research, please contact me on Davely.tv or through Twitter and my handle there is at heydave7. All right, now I've got one more thing in this video and this is the concept of long distance internet revenue. Now Elon Musk has said that Starlink can handle over half the long distance internet traffic in the world. So what does this mean? So if we look at this chart here, of how data moves through the internet. So data goes from basically like your computer to your modem and it goes to an ISP or internet service provider. From there, the internet service provider usually sends the data to a long haul provider, which kind of sends the data through fiber optics, let's say through oceans, et cetera, ends up right through some switches and it might go through another long haul provider and then gets to the ISP at the destination. And that internet service provider then sends the data to the person's modem and then to the computer. So that's basically the infrastructure of the internet. Now what Elon Musk is saying is that he thinks that Starlink is going to take half of the traffic, right, of long distance internet. And now this is actually a very intriguing business model. And when I do my initial numbers, I think actually this could be actually an additional $1 trillion or more in market cap valuation. And it's kind of mind boggling. And I don't think many people are grasping this or really trying to understand this. And so this is one of the things that I'm trying to research further for another video. And one of the reasons why um, I need some help in researching kind of what the market size for this long haul Right, internet data market is and how much of that market can SpaceX capture and what the margins look like. So again, if you're interested in researching and really digging deep into some of the stuff, please reach out to me. I'll give you some assignments and we'll try to crowdsource some of the research and I think it'll benefit a lot of people. All right, I hope this video was helpful and we'll see you in my next video. Thanks.